0: Hello everyone and welcome back to episode number 14 of Kicking Off with Caitlin. This is your host, Caitlin McCarthy. Thank you for tuning into my last episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I appreciate the feedback I received from it. For this episode, I will be recapping week 10, some of the games. There was a lot of exciting games last week. And then I'll be moving into this week's games, week 11, as well as talking about the playoff standings for now. So to start off last week, my predictions, I went 9-5, and and on the season, I'm 84-49. and The Steelers, they won last week against the Bengals, and they remain the only undefeated team. They are currently 9-0. and This week, they're looking to go 10-0 against the Jaguars. I think they remain undefeated this week, considering the Jaguars haven't won a game since week one, and they've been very sloppy throughout the past couple of weeks, so I definitely think the Steelers are going to remain undefeated throughout this week. Just wanted to point out a division that I've seen has gone very competitive throughout the weeks. So the NFC West. So right now, it's a three-way tie for first place. All teams are 6-3. and three. The Cardinals, Rams, and Seahawks. 49ers are not out of it, but they are a little far behind. They're 4-5 and five right now. But looking at this, just two weeks ago, the Seahawks were alone in first. And then the past two weeks, they lost two games. And they've jumped from the first spot in the division all the way down to third. So I thought this was interesting to see that. And this division is going to come down to the very end. It's going to come down to week 17. And right now, all teams, they're looking pretty good. I mean, the Seahawks don't look as good as they did in the beginning of the season, Definitely having some problems and communication issues on defense, but I still think they're a good team. Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, working really well together on offense. When it comes to the Rams, I didn't think they would be in this spot right now, honestly. I thought they were going to finish third, and they still could, but I didn't think they would be this good. working well on offense and defense, and they're winning games. They're definitely a little bit of an underrated team. And for the Cardinals, I definitely didn't think the Cardinals would be this good as well. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins probably the best offensive duo in the NFL right now, especially after last week's game. And going in from last week's game, the Bills and the Cardinals, that was one of the most exciting games I've ever seen as a fan of the NFL, and probably the best catch of the year. I don't know what can top that because it was a it was a back and forth game between the Bills and the Cardinals. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs is also a very good. Offensive duo in the league right now, and it's kind of funny because last season both DeAndre Hopkins and Stefan Diggs They were on different teams and for them to adjust so well to their new teams is really cool So Josh Allen the Stephon Diggs they led 30 to 26 and they only had 34 seconds left and Of course in football that is enough time to get a playoff But at the same time like they need more than a field goal because they were down four points So the Cardinals offense, they got the ball back, and they made it work. So Kyle Murray to DeAndre Hopkins for that Hail Mary to win 32-30 was so exciting. That ball was placed right where it needed to be for DeAndre Hopkins to make that catch, and that was so incredible to see. And sorry for any Bills fans, that was definitely a very hard loss, and Hail Marys are not very—I wouldn't say they're— impossible but it's very very difficult to do and to see DeAndre Hopkins go against three Bills defenders definitely the best receiver in the league right now no argue about that but very interesting game also a couple injuries from last week so Drew Brees he got injured in the game against the 49ers and he had a rib injury didn't look so well he got hit pretty hard but he's only out for two to three weeks. He'll definitely be back for the end of the season. If the Saints to make the playoffs, he'll be there. So it definitely didn't look as serious as it it sounded on Sunday without the test going through and stuff. Also, Christian McCafferty, definitely a lot of bad luck this season. He's out again this week. He won't play. And then on Monday night... Nick Foles, he left late the fourth quarter. It's not as serious as it looked. Like, he did get carted off the field, and he was very slow to get up. It took a very long time for him to get up from that hit. But he is day-to-day with a hip and glute injury. Now, Mitch Trubisky is also hurt. He's been hurt for a couple weeks with a shoulder injury. He's expected to come back after the bye, Week 12. But on Monday night, of course, Mitch Trubisky could not play. So Tyler Bray finished the game. There was only about a few seconds left on the clock before Foles got injured. But after the bye week, it's definitely going to be interesting to see who the quarterback is, who's healthy, and who they're going to pick. Because, as we know, Mitch Trubisky got benched for Nick Foles. And at the same time, I'm like, Mitch Trubisky was playing, he was 3-0, and and he had a bad game and got replaced in the middle of Week 4. But Nick Foles is the guy that's getting their losses. So I think it's going to be a little bit of a quarterback battle in Chicago. So we'll see how that plays out. Some of the other games that went on this week, so the Washington football team and Detroit Lions, not a game I was really looking forward to seeing, not a lot of implications for playoffs going forward. Both teams not really in the mix for that right now. I mean, of course, NFC East, you can't really rule anyone out yet. It's a very close race in that really awful division. But it was definitely more of an exciting game than I projected. So Alex Smith, he got his first game start since injuring his leg in 2018. Very excited to see. He didn't play an awful game, but of course it wasn't enough for the win. But Washington, they tied 27-27 with 16 seconds left. And of course, as I said before, 16 seconds, it's not a lot of time, but it's enough time in football. And all the Lions needed was a field goal. So made a couple plays, and then Lions... Kicker Matt Prater, he made a 59-yard field goal to win as time expired, 30-27. to 27. And for the sake of Matt Patricia's job in Detroit, I think they definitely need that win because the Washington football team is definitely not a good team, and they definitely need to get that win. So congrats to the Lions on the win. On Sunday night, we had the Baltimore Ravens and the New England Patriots. And as being a Ravens fan, this was the most disappointing game I've seen from Lamar Jackson besides the playoffs. I, it was not even his fault, though, but the team effort, it just wasn't there. And yes, it was a monsoon outside, very sloppy weather conditions, and like this loss was not Lamar's fault. He was pretty accurate with the ball, considering the conditions, but his receivers were dropping the ball, they weren't getting open, I just feel like nobody else on the team was trying. And it's very upsetting to see our tight end Nick Boyle out for the year with a leg injury. That's a big loss for us. Yes, Mark Andrews gets most of the snaps, but we do intertwine with both of them. And it's kind of disappointing that Nick Boyle won't be there for the rest of the season. But not only he he got injured, but also Brandon Williams got injured, our defensive tackle. And that's a huge loss for us. He's a very good defensive lineman for the running game. And that's going to suck for the week coming up. Also... I say this every single week about the Ravens, the amount of penalties they they receive in each game is a little ridiculous, and I do think that has a lot to do with why they're coming close to games or why they're losing the games. They had eight penalties in this game as well, all stupid penalties. The twelve men on the field, it's just that's just not how they're going to win games. Also, the Ravens' center last week, Matt Skura. I don't know what he was doing because he looks like he's never played center in his life, and the way he was snapping the ball, he I like I said I understand it was a really wet game, but at the same time he was throwing the ball all the way to the other side. Like I just it was really difficult to watch. Obviously, some adjustments are going to be made this week coming up for the Ravens and Titans game. But one more thing about this game. The Ravens' offense got the ball back with a minute and eight left. Yeah, they didn't have any timeouts or anything, but they couldn't even get a first down, and it felt like they weren't doing anything. I felt Lamar Jackson was scrambling all around the field trying to save the game, and then they just gave it up. And they were only down a touchdown And games like this where you're only down a touchdown, you have a minute left in the fourth quarter to get these comeback wins are really big in the NFL, and Lamar Jackson doesn't really have a comeback win yet in his two-year career That he's been playing for so the Ravens definitely need to have a lot of work. For the Patriots they had a good game they're back in this they're back in the AFC East division mix it's really crazy to see as of all the past two decades Patriots always at top in that division to see them number three I'm not ruling them out they have a pretty decent schedule going through for the rest of the season so we'll see how that division plays out as well. Then we had the Los Angeles Chargers and the Miami Dolphins, two rookie quarterbacks going at it, Tua Tagovaiola and Justin Herbert. Now Tua, he's 3-0 and as a starter. He was 15 of 25, 169 yards and two touchdowns. He played a good game. Herbert, he's been playing good games all year. It's just the Chargers defense can't close out these wins for them. It's really disappointing to see every single loss the Chargers have, all seven losses this season. They're all by one possession and i did not think the chargers were going to win this game i felt the dolphins are the better team especially their defense but it must it's very difficult to be a chargers fan right now but for on the other side of the ball for tua and the dolphins they won 3 straight and the whole team before tua started they they won 5 straight and they're very much in the mix for at least a wild card spot or maybe the division now the bills are 7 and 3 the dolphins are 6 and 3 we'll see how this week matches up but Dolphins are a very good team that they haven't been in a very really long time, so I'm excited to see that. And our last game I'm going to talk about from last week, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers. Just want to point out, usually whenever Tom Brady is on the offense, it's going to be a passing offense. Now, the Bucs running back, Ronald Jones, he had 192 rushing yards and a touchdown last week, and that's his career high. And that was definitely a big factor in this game. Panthers cannot stop the rush. And I did not expect to see that. Brady, he did good as well coming back from that terrible loss against the Saints last Sunday night. He was 28 of 39, 341 yards, and three touchdowns. But on the other side of the ball for the other quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, he was injured in this game in his knee. He didn't return for the rest of the game. Coming back from this week, he had MRIs. There was no structural damage. He's likely to play this week, so it's very good news for the Panthers and their offense. Moving on to the playoff picture, it's very different from last week. Some things have have not changed, but for the AFC, we have Steelers, Chiefs, Bills, and Colts for the division leaders. Then we have Raiders, Dolphins, and Ravens for the wild card. Now, the Ravens last week, going into last week, they were number five, and now they jumped down to number seven. And now they're three games behind the Steelers in the AFC North, while the Browns are right behind them at six and three as well. So this week is a really big week for the Ravens. They have to face the Titans, and the last time the Ravens played the Titans was in the AFC Divisional Rounds, and that's going to be a tough game. I do think the Ravens are going to win this game. I think they're the better team, but they can't be playing the way they played against the Patriots and expect to win. But also, another note, last week the Titans were a division leader in the AFC South. The Colts and the Titans faced off last Thursday night. And so the Colts won that game, so right now they have the tiebreaker over the Titans. They do play each other again in Week 12, so we'll see how that works out. But right now the Colts are sitting at the division leader for the AFC South. Also, another note about the wild card. So right now, as I said, Raiders, Dolphins, Ravens. The Browns are right behind them at 6-3, and three, and the Browns, they face Philadelphia. And I do think, although the Browns are inconsistent, you don't really know where you're going to get of them. You don't know if they're you're gonna get Baker Mayfield doing great that week and being consistent, or if you're gonna get the opposite. So Browns face Philadelphia, I think they're gonna get the win. Miami faces Denver, I definitely think they're gonna win. Drew Locke and that offense is struggling and Tua and the Miami offense is doing really well. And then the Raiders play the Chiefs. As we know, the Raiders they beat the Chiefs back early in the season in October, but I don't think the Raiders are going to win this one. But it's definitely going to be interesting to see how this wild card plays out for the AFC. But not only in the AFC, I'm really interested to see how the NFC plays out. So right now it's Packers, Saints, Cardinals, Eagles for division leaders. Then we have the Buccaneers, Rams, and Seahawks. And this also changed a lot because the Seahawks, two weeks ago, they were at the top of the NFC. They were at the top of their division. And now they fell all the way down to number seven because they had two straight losses and the other teams in the division have been winning games. So the Cardinals, they were number six last week and they moved up to number three because they have the the three-way tiebreaker in the division. And then also the Packers, they, last week they were number three and they moved up to number one. So... We're gonna have to keep an eye, of course, how the playoff pitcher goes on for the rest of the season. But moving on to week 11. So tonight we have Seahawks Cardinals, gonna be a really big game. I'm excited to watch this game. As I just said in the NFC West, it's a three team tie. I have a little issue with the Seahawks defense. They're a little concerning. They're giving up so many points and so many yards each game. And the defense can't keep doing that. If they're expecting to win games. I think they're definitely going to need to make some adjustments on that side of the ball. I am going to pick the Cardinals to win because I do think they're the better team, Also, although their defense is also concerning. But after that amazing ending to last week's game, I'm going to pick the Cardinals. I think they have a lot of momentum going into the rest of the season because in the preseason, I felt like nobody was talking about the Cardinals and, and how they would be good. But I am going to predict, predict that DeAndre Hopkins 90 yards and a touchdown this week. Then we move on to Baltimore Ravens and Tennessee Titans. Like I said before, it's a playoff revenge game for the Baltimore Ravens when the Titans beat them 28 to 12 last January. And their problem last year is gonna be the same problems with me for this week. They gotta watch out for Derrick Henry. And now, the thing that's gonna be really bad for the Ravens is both Brandon Williams and Calais Campbell are doubtful for the defensive line. So Derrick Wolf for defensive end, he's gonna to need to step up. and. The Titans are honestly, I'm predicting them to run the ball all the time. They're going to run the ball probably 85% because last year the Ravens couldn't stop Derrick Henry in that running game. So I think they're going to do it again. But I think the Ravens are going to be a little bit more prepared this time around. They know what to expect, especially from last year's game. Also, as I said, Masker had many difficulties last week with snapping the ball. He's not playing center this week. He was moved to left guard because of his three fumbles last week. And now the center for the Ravens is going to be Bradley Bozeman. And he hasn't played center since he was a center Alabama, but he does have experience. So hopefully this will be better for the Ravens' offensive line. And I am going to pick the Ravens to win this game, 27-23, and I think it's going to be a close game the whole time. Both teams fighting for it, but I think the Ravens have a little bit of an edge. We'll see how that goes. Moving on, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars have an eight-game losing streak, and the Steelers have a nine-game winning streak. I I see the Jaguars not even coming close in this game. I think it's going to be a blowout and that the Jaguars' defense is going to have difficulty stopping the Pittsburgh offense. I think Chase Claypool, he's going to have a good game. He's going to have 70 yards and a touchdown. I'm predicting the Steelers to win 38-13. Then in the NFC South, we have the Falcons and the Saints. Drew Brees, he's out for two to three weeks, so Jameis Winston will be getting the start. The Falcons are coming off a bye. Now, ever since the Falcons fired Dan Quinn, their head coach, the Falcons are 3-1. and one. But I don't think it's going to be enough to beat the Saints. I think they still have a lot of work to do on their team. And I think Alvin Kamara should get the ball every offensive play. He is the whole offense, and I think they're going to use him a lot this week, especially since... Drew Rees isn't playing, and Jameis Winston isn't really a good passer. And I think Kamara's going to have a big game. I think he's going to have 100 rushing yards and one touchdown, and the Saints are going to win 31-17. Then we have the Eagles and the Browns. So believe it or not, there's a lot of playoff standings that are important in this game. Yes, the Eagles are in the NFC and the Browns are in the AFC, but as I said, the Browns are tied with the Ravens right now at 6-3. And the Eagles are leading the NFC East right now, a game and a half in front of the Giants. But I do think the Browns are going to win this game, and that's going to put the Giants closer to the vision in the NFC East. So I think we're going to get the consistent Baker Mayfield this week. And Wentz has been struggling the whole season, and I'm surprised they haven't Put in their rookie quarterback this year because he's been playing pretty awful and i didn't expect the eagles to be this bad this year and it's funny because the eagles they come close in games that you would expect them to get blown out like they almost came back from a 16 point deficit against the ravens they were really close in the steelers game but i don't think they're gonna have a chance in this game really i'm predicting the browns to win 34 23. Then we have the Lions and the Panthers. So, McCaffrey, I say he's not playing. Bridgewater, he's questionable. He's day-to-day. I really don't think they're going to put him in. It depends, obviously, on how his health is going. But I do think the Panthers can win without him. And I think that Matt Stafford is going to have a good game. He hasn't really had a really exceptional game this year. I think he's going to have 300 yards and three touchdowns. And the Lions are going to win, 32-24. to I just feel like the Panthers are going to be a little bit off Off balance without Bridgewater and McCaffrey on their offense. So we'll see how that goes. Then we got the New England Patriots and the Houston Texans. So Patriots, they've won three straight to improve to four and five. And they're a little bit, they're on a hot streak kind of. And I think they're going to continue that to go five and five. Because the Texans, they do play hard in the games that they lose, but they can never just come up with a win. And I think the Patriots have a lot of momentum going on, especially after beating the Ravens nobody really saw that coming and they're not out of the playoffs right now and I think that they are going to try to turn it around I mean I'm not going to underestimate Bill Belichick he's been doing it so well for years but I think the Patriots could squeeze into that last wild card spot by the end of the year so see how that goes then we got the Bengals and the football team I think Joe Burrow's gonna have his biggest game of his rookie career and I think the Bengals defense is going to play well and I think the Bengals need to win this game because Washington has been all over the place this year. Dwayne Haskins started, and then Kyle Allen was the next starter because Dwayne Haskins wasn't performing well. Kyle Allen gets hurt. Now we have Alex Smith. So many changes on that offense. A lot of injuries all around on the team. So I think if the Bengals want to make a statement at all, I think they need to win this game, and I need to, they need to win it well. So I'm going to pick the Bengals to win. I think they're going to do that this week. And I think it's going to be 20-14. to Then we have the Dolphins and the Broncos. Tua, he's on fire. He won three straight, Miami, five straight. And I think they're going to continue to do that. Tua's going to be 4-0 in the NFL as a starter. And Drew Locke, he had four interceptions last week. He's not doing so well. And I think if he continues to play poorly, I think the Broncos should move on from him. He's not really... I feel like he's not really anything special and he's just mediocre and he's very inconsistent. He'll have a really great game and then he'll be really bad the next week. So definitely something to look forward to see how he does for the rest of the season. And I'm going to pick the Dolphins to win 34-17. Tua, he's going to have 250 yards and three passing touchdowns this game. Then we have the New York Jets and the Los Angeles Chargers. Sam Darnold, he's still Dealing with that sprained shoulder to Joe Flacco will be starting. Now, Joe Flacco started two weeks ago on Monday night against the Patriots. And he played a really good game. Probably one of his best games since he's been on the Ravens. And I feel that if Joe Flacco plays at that level again against the Chargers, I think the Jets could win. And I am going to pick the Jets to win. I know it sounds crazy. And why would you pick the Jets? But the Chargers, they are the better team. And Herbert is the more accurate passer. And he is the better quarterback but at the same time that Chargers defense cannot close out a win and they've had this problem not even just this year for many years before they always can never just finish out that win and I think that's going to be their problem again now the Jets defense they have to play really well and they can't keep getting stupid penalties they've also had many issues with penalties but I am going to pick the Jets to win they're going to get their first win of the season in week 11 and they're going to win 21 to 17. Then we have Packers and Colts, two veteran quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Phillip Rivers. The Colts, they're an underrated team, and they're getting wins over difficult teams, and I feel like people still aren't talking about them. But they are first in the division right now, and they just beat the Titans. The Titans were on a roll in the beginning of the season. So I think the Colts are the best team in that division, and we'll see if they can hold on to that division lead for the rest of the season. On the other side, Aaron Rodgers, he has 26 touchdowns, three interceptions. While Phillip Rivers only has 11 touchdowns and 7 interceptions. And Philip Rivers has been, always been that inaccurate quarterback. He'll have really good seasons and really bad. He can't come up with the win. But I am going to pick the Packers to win because they are the better team. Colts, I'm not ruling them out for anything in the playoffs. I think they're still a good team. They're getting the wins they need to get. So I'm going to pick the Packers to win 30-24. to Cowboys, Vikings are next. Dalvin Cook, he had another big game last week. He had 96 rushing yards against the Bears. And the Bears, I think they're a pretty good defense. So good job to Dalvin Cook. And I think he's going to be another factor again in this game. Cowboys are not good against the run. And Dalvin Cook's going to have another big day. He's going to have 100 yards and a touchdown at least against the Cowboys. And picking the Vikings to win another game, 30-15. to Sunday Night Football, Chiefs-Raiders-AFC West matchup. The Raiders won their first matchup in, earlier in the season, and the Chiefs are coming off a bye. But I am going to pick the Chiefs to win this matchup because they are the better team. I think it's going to be a really exciting game on Sunday night. The Raiders, they won three in a row, and the Chiefs have won four in a row. And I think Mahomes is going to have a big day, and I think that the Chiefs' offense is going to be unstoppable on Sunday night. And I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win 30-20. to 20. And then Monday night football, our last Game of week 11, Rams and Bucks, definitely in playoff implications for wild card in the NFC. Both teams are coming off a win. And also the Bucks defense and the Rams defense are both top five against the rush. So it's interesting to see. I don't think either team's really going to use a lot of running plays in this game. I think it's going to be a lot of passing offense. But I am going to pick the Rams to win, surprisingly. I think Tom Brady's going to struggle a little bit. He hasn't been really good on prime time this season, so I'm picking the Rams to win 20-17. to And that's all I have for this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in to Kicking Off with Caitlin. Let me know if you have any feedback or anything to make this better, and I'm excited to watch the upcoming week. Thank you.